Thanks for tuning in this week as we continue our series on the cultural attributes of Youth for Christ. We are going to be talking about what it means to have relentless trust. You're listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast, designed to help leaders just like you leverage your time and influence for greater impact with young people. My name's Brian, and the man on the other mic is Reggie. We're your hosts on this podcast, and we're excited to spend the next few minutes talking ministry with you. Here we go. Welcome back to the Ministry Leader Podcast. We're glad you could join us today. If you've been listening, you know that we've been working our way through a series on the cultural attributes of Youth for Christ that define our culture as a movement. Um, And again, we've stated this before, but these are things that probably should and maybe do define your ministry culture as well. But these are six things that, that we've decided will define our culture. We've covered things like Christ centeredness that all of the other attributes spin out of our focus on Jesus. And if, yes. if we're not focused on him at the center of who we are and who our movement is, none of the rest of these matter. So we talked about that in our first episode. And then in last week's episode, we talked about hum- enduring humility. And today we're talking about relentless trust. Yeah, Brian. And I love this the relentless trust piece because it is really vital in our day-to-day interactions when we are doing ministry together. I think that relentless trust is an area that we can always grow in uh, when we're looking at other people who we are serving with um, and even also how we trust Christ in the midst of all this. And so um, talking about the definition of relentless, um, the definition that I found, one of the definitions I found talked about being determined to do something and refusing to give up. And we talked about um, the word resilience um, last week, and I think that this kind of uh, reminds me of the word resilience a little bit, but being determined to do something and refusing to give up is this word relentless. Yeah, man, I like that. Um, I think relentless is is a word I hear in our culture, too. Is, that, yeah. is there a brand name re- called relentless, too, so. now? I think so. I think you're um, right. I think that's a, it's kind of a, a word that's gaining some traction, maybe, in our in our culture. And um, the, this idea of pairing trust with relentless is pretty key, yeah, I yeah. think, because we can trust someone, but you know, sometimes when we get burned, mm. um, am I going to trust them again? Mm. I don't know. But this says we're going to do this relentlessly. Yes. Right. We're going to trust one up. another. Yeah. Yep. I yep. love that. And I, I'm glad that you brought that up because the first part of this relentless trust. So we have these subcategories underneath the, the attributes. And so the first one that we're talking about is being determined. Yeah. Um, and I and I think that being determined when I hear being determined, that starts with an internal desire. You know, when you're to determined to do something, we talked about working out last week, right? Yeah. When you're determined. You yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't mean to keep on bringing up that, that soft <laughs> subject. Um, but anyway, so when you're determined, right, in this relentless trust, when you are determined, that starts with an intentional and internal desire to begin something. Um, and we talked about relentless. So having this this internal desire and being determined to do something and refusing to give up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that internal motivation is key is, um, someone can tell me to trust you, Yes, but I have to be determined to trust in that, in that scenario. You know, I can trust someone because they're a coworker or a staff member or even a volunteer of mine. I can trust them because of that. Um, but again, that has to come from inside. It can't, 
I can't trust someone just because someone tells me to, or I think I should. Yes. It has to come from an internal motivation. We have to be determined to do this. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Which leads into um, this next point, because we talked about being determined, right? We talk about being generous then. It aligns with being determined so well because there's this internal desire, right, when we're determined. And from there, that generosity that we're able to give this trust with, right? And so Mm -hmm. we're able to see somebody and gift them trust because of this generosity um, that we have through our culture of YFC. Yeah, a lot of times we think that trust needs to be earned, right? Yeah. That I'll trust you when I know I can trust you. You yeah. know, I, you know I say that sometimes to my kids. Mm. Um, you know, when they they'll do something and I'm like, "Well, you know, you're lacking trust now." Yeah. Or I'm lacking trust because of what you did or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, trust isn't ever something that's earned. Yeah. You know, we have to start from a place where I'm going to give it to yes. you. I'm going to give you trust whether yes. you deserve it or not. And we're going to see what happens. And I think if we trust one another more relentlessly, as we talk about here, and we're generous with that trust, I just wonder what could, what could happen, Yeah, you know, in the kingdom, what could happen in our relationships, what could happen in our ministries. If we started, if more of us started from that place of relentlessly trusting one another and doing it generously. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that when we talk about um, going back to what this even is for attributes that we carry in the movement of YFC in order to create culture, right? These are cultural attributes. And so if we are known for being generous with our trust, then all across the movement of YFC, we are trusting that the same thing that the same Jesus that is working in me is working in the person next to me. And I'm going to generously give that trust. Um, and so the next section of that is vulnerable. We are vulnerable with our trust. Right. And so, um, when we're generous with trust, it can be vulnerable, right? right. We're able to say like, Hey, may- maybe it's an aspect of us saying like, man, it is really hard for me to give this thing up right now, mm-hmm. but I'm trusting you with it. When we're working with a volunteer, or when, when we're working with another staff member on a project or something like that, you know, a lot of times we, we work on things and it becomes our baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to give it to somebody generously, what does that look like? You know, it, it, that's a struggle. I, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of a few things right now that it's like, man, I'm holding on to this because I really enjoy it. Yeah. But if I gifted somebody this trust, this relentless trust generously without the need to earn it, what would that look like? And giving people the grace and the space um, yeah. to get better. So. Yeah, I like that, man. I think uh, I look at this a couple different ways in this vulnerability aspect of relentless trust is one, sometimes it can feel naive, yeah, like, or it can look naive and go, you know, you've been, you've given that person responsibility so many times and they've fallen short every time. Yeah. Why do you continue to do that? Like you're naive if you think they're going to deliver this time. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even about that. It's mm. just giving opportunity and trusting that um, this person will deliver and yeah. they're learning and they're growing through that. So there, that's one aspect of it. But I also think of relentless trust, even in the sense of conversation. So um, United Front is a, uh, an organization that is talking about um, diversity and uh individual bias and stereotypes yes. and bias in the workplace and stuff like that here in Fort Wayne. And our, uh, our chapter of youth for Christ is, is a part of this conversation yes. and it's been really good for a number of reasons, but I think in this place of vulnerability, yeah. uh, and, and trust to know that, you know, I might say, st- 
say something in a conversation with staff members that, um, you know, don't look like me, that didn't grow up like me, that, um, you know, do operate in a different ministry as me. Um, and it might sound offensive or it might, uh, just sound dumb, you know? Right. Um, but having that relentless trust as a team to go, I'm going to be, I trust you enough to be vulnerable and say, look, I'm going to say something, uh, and I'm really asking an honest question here yes. because I don't know. Yes. Uh, and I'm curious. And so I think relentless trust and vulnerability helps us get to deeper places with one another. Yes. And I think that something that you touched on in that um, in, hey, going to a brother or a sister and saying, I'm going to ask you this this question and I may get it wrong. You know, I think that that ties into this next point is that we want to be defined as being grace filled with good. this relentless trust, you know. And so if my brother or my sister is coming to me to ask a question about the difference in a ministry or my community and the difference between my community and the community that they may serve in or or culturally what happens um, in in um different conversations, the way we speak or the way we deliver or the way that uh, another culture may speak or deliver or or have these conversations. I love what United Front is doing in our community Mm -hmm. because it truly is reshaping the way that we think in the city of Fort Wayne. And it's, it's done miracles. I know they started off, you know, desiring for it to be a couple hundred people that were a part of this. And now it's thousands of people and it's reached even beyond, you know, the Fort Wayne and Indiana as a whole. Um, So going back to this idea of being grace-filled, it's the thought process of giving people what you feel they may not truly deserve, you know? Yeah. And I think that that is such a, a an alleviating thing is when you give, when you are able to give somebody something that they don't deserve. Be, and I think that that comes from realizing the grace that we need daily by God, yeah. you know, and being willing to give the same type of grace to others. I, I know that this is a place, Brian, where I know our staff has to deal with with me because I'm I struggle with deadlines. Right. Yeah. I, if I'm just being vulnerable, I struggle sure. with getting things in on in deadlines and things like that. And so the culture of, of YFC is not saying, hey, you know, that I need to just continue not to have or not to meet deadlines. But there's a grace that I appreciate the people on our staff that give me um, space to, to get better and to grow in this area. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause I was just really thankful you showed up to record today. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're always here. Uh, when I'm a couple minutes rec- late. Forgive uh, me. You know what? That gives me time to figure out my iPad. Cause I forgot my computer. All <laughs> right. Um, so that's all right. I appreciate the grace you show me Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that, I, I, those two tie in so well together, vulnerability and grace. And I don't really have much else to add. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so, you know, we're talking about this idea of a relentless trust, you know, being determined, being generous, being vulnerable and being grace filled. Those are a part of the attribute of relentless trust that we find within our YFC movement. And my question for you listening, what is most challenging to you of these descriptors and how would your life be differently if you trusted relentlessly. Once again, thanks for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast as we've been walking through this series on the cultural attributes of Youth for Christ. We're going to pick up again next week talking about joyful camaraderie.